Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Pastor John as we talk about this week's Palm Sunday service, and we discuss our messages in the series entitled Dangerous Prayers. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching. This is the first uh, first Armchair Preaching of eight, the month of April in 2023, and uh, we just came off of the a big, big weekend, very big weekend in all of our services. Uh, Pastor John's with us uh, this morning once again, Hello, everybody, and uh, we kick off Holy Week on Palm Sunday, and so we had a big, big Palm Sunday this this Palm Sunday. Uh, we had everything but the kitchen kitchen sink. It was one of the, right. It was a it was everything but the kitchen sink Sunday. Yes, we, we communion. We have uh, the the reception of con- uh, confirmands, uh, the kids that are in confirmation, and then of course we had Palm Sunday parades of ki- yes. kids and yes. the kids sang in the classic service. So I'm wondering as you look back over your ministry and you look at you know the, what what Palm Sunday means to you personally, means to the church more broadly. Are there aspects of Palm Sunday that are particularly meaningful or challenging to you? Have you have you done anything different in different churches? I mean, we do a very, in, in both services, we do a very traditional, I would say traditional is maybe not the right word, very typical kids with the palm branches yeah. coming down the center aisle in vine. They kind of weave their way in and around kind of thing. But have you done it differently? Have there I, been... I can't think of, no, I, 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 this has been very typical for, for all, all throughout. And this is in a variety of, of, of settings. We have a, we, we had a, we had a modern service. The last church was, um, it was a lot louder and a lot lighter, light, yeah. a lot more lights and flashing and whatnot. But even then here come the kids, the kids, here come yeah. the kids waving the palm. That's sort of the, the essential element. Element is that they, and one thing that we have added that, that to here that we didn't have here apparently was um, the kids would come down with the palm branches, but the grown-ups didn't always have palm yeah, branches no, here. The so, palm fronds, yeah. So last year and then this year again, we had everybody with an individual, individual palm frond. So they uh, and then the instructions about how to make those into a cross, cross yeah. yeah, which gives our more um, our more. Uh, fidgety, tactile congregants, folks. something to do during the message, which is uh, which is which is always uh, fun. Are there things about the service that you really find, uh, whether it's the kids or the or the singing? You know, because y'all y'all did Hosanna, loud Hosanna, which is the yeah. the the song that you sing in mm-hmm. the classic service. In Vine, we have a song, the Paul Balash song, yeah, called "Praise Is Rising," yeah. and uh, just about every year we do that song because yeah. the chorus. Hosanna, Hosanna. Um, are there things about the service that you find particularly meaningful? Yeah, I, I, uh, I like I like the fact that we that we start out Holy Week with the moment. Yeah, you know, we remember the moment coming down, coming him coming down the Mount of Olives. I think that's a that's an important day. I, I like the fact that the focus is on that. Um, in years past, I have um, I have started big because if you actually look on the if, for those who follow this type of thing, if you look on the liturgical calendar, that this past Sunday is called Palm slash Passion Sunday. Yeah. 
And so it's Palm Sunday, but it's it leans into um, a Holy Week. And, yeah. and and in one season in ministry, we would do we would do all this this all the pomp and all the parades and all the 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 the, the, the um, waving of the palm branches, but we would end. Not quite with uh, "Were you there when they crucified my Lord?" But we would end down, mm-hmm. and we wanted to lean into the into the week. So, so, uh, so, and I was, I've always felt that way, and I was more explicit about saying it this this week. Is that yeah. it, it always has that dual edge to it? Yeah. So I think that's part of what I enjoy about it too. Is that is that I know that the Palm Sunday moment was rightly a moment to be cheerful and, and exuberant but i also know the moment was taking us to the, the, cross, the depths of yeah. um the, the depths of the of the week and the yeah. cross itself do, do you feel a sense because uh, we, we we've done similar things this this year i think more than other years um especially in vine uh in the modern service we we leaned into the rest of the passion week mm-hmm. um more th- so than other as a part partially because we had communion as well yeah so you're automatically focusing on the sacrifice side of things do you find that that's important to have that element because there are some people and i would say a large chunk of american western christians who go right from palm sunday to yeah. easter sunday and they don't do the Monday thursday they don't do the good friday do you f- yeah. find yeah, that the necessity i've said it for years that's one of the one of the was one of my mantras practically is that don't just go from Palm Sunday, yay, yeah. here comes Jesus, to Resurrection Sunday, yeah, Easter here, Sunday, yeah, yeah, here yeah comes he's Jesus. alive, yeah, there he is, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, sort of, because it's just the 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 difference between the experiential difference uh, between you know, yay, here's Jesus, and you know, yay, he's risen from the, from the dead. Um, versus here comes Jesus, but there was the upper room discourse. There was the foot washing. There was yeah. the betrayal by Judas. There was the trial. There was the arrest in Gethsemane. There was the the crucifixion, death, burial, all those things that, that took place. Now you get to Sunday morning, which, by the way, is also why for, for years I would say to the worship planning teams, okay, for on Easter Sunday – the first two to three minutes of the of the of the uh, of the year, we did that the first couple of years here too. The first uh, first two three minutes of the uh, of the Easter Sunday service is take us from the burial to the resurrection. Mm-hmm. So it started down. Easter mm-hmm. started down, and but but you know everybody's all in their pastels and all their key Easter best. And they're like, what in the world? Your room just got dark, and there's a cross out there and a tomb out there. You know? But then all of a sudden, you know, everything, the light bursts forward, and it's, mm-hmm. it's really exuberant. Again, same impulse. Between Palm Sunday and Easter is mm-hmm. this incredibly important and often uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. People are uncomfortable with the death and mm-hmm. the and the burial and the, and uh, they're uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable, but it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And don't miss it. That's that's yeah. been the message all along. Well, it's 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 kind of the and I think I've used this analogy before. I, I've found in a in a uh, in a um, study Bible at one point, and I can't. I, remember exactly where but but it's it's that whole idea you don't know what real you don't really know the 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 refreshment of water until you've really been thirsty Hmm. right you don't understand what it's if you if you've never been at a point where you've been so parched that that glass of water is the sweetest thing you've ever tasted um you don't really understand what thirst is right and it's the same thing here you it's hard to understand what grace is yeah and and I'm and I want and you know it's part of the reason I think sometimes folks lean into Phariseeism, they lean into the prosperity gospel, they lean into all these things because they don't really understand 
what the sacrifice of Jesus is. And, 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 um, you know, this Sunday for me, it was particularly moving to have in, in Vine, you know, the way the service ended up getting, uh, organized and there were some logistical reasons behind it. But then as I was looking at it with Jennifer, it actually, I liked it because there was a lot of rise and fall, rise and fall in terms of emotional and, mm. and energy. You mm. know, there was the whole service. Yeah, the whole service had this very, and it didn't, and it was done in a way that didn't feel um, uneven, uh, but felt in which it was intentional um there was some intentionality where we had this big hosanna and we're talking about the kids and then in the end we're singing how you know how depth how, how deep the, the the father's love yeah, for us which is a which is a which is a song that all, all, has everything to do with the sacrifice of christ mm-hmm. you know following the 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 celebration of communion so it was really a a moving of the Palm Sundays that I have experienced in my life, this is one of the more moving uh, ones overall. I feel like, you know, for me personally, you, yeah. Well, I'm sure you were glad to get the kids over there from. I was. From we, our we service. Did, yeah, we did have a little <laughs> bit of. We did have some. You know, that's a, one of the challenging things about having two simultaneous services is these sorts of moments. But it always works out, and you know, God, God's, God's not. He's not surprised by any of it. He's like, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. You know, um, but yeah. it was good. I mean, it, it worked out well, and I liked having the confirmands in there too. Yeah, that was that 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 was good. It was a good. It was and and from the classic side, you know, we started out with the um, Renee. Hawk did a beautiful piece, a very upbeat, powerful piece on uh, on Jesus uh, riding uh, down the, the, uh, the Mount of Olives, and then uh, that right at the end of the announcements, right after that is here are the confirmands. So we had we prayed over the confirmands, which was great. And right after that, there's a there's you know twenty kids showed up and uh, and came up and sang a piece. They sang a piece, and then we paraded down. They they paraded down. That was that was the the lay part of it. But yeah. they they paraded down, waving their palm branches, and then the all the elders. Came in. That was yeah. another piece that we had to. If you haven't been to a classic service for this type of serving communion, we have uh, the, we have the type where everybody walks forward during communion. But this was where everybody gets served in their mm-hmm. seats. But there's a bit of choreography that's built into mm-hmm. this to make it. Uh, I, I put it this way: I got I got several messages afterwards, including some texts afterwards, saying loved that we did communion this way. We 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 all got served and. Uh, the elements like we got served the bread and then we and then we got to serve the cup and but we all held the elements until we, we ate all at once yeah, and then together. we drank all at once yeah. so the symbolism of that the unity of that i think was felt by people mm-hmm. so so just put all that together and it was a it was a it was a it was a full a lot of things in Amazing. in it but it was it was really it's really quite a quite a weekend. Yeah, yeah. That was the most elements we've had in a. I can't remember the last time we had that many elements in a service. Mm-hmm. And somehow, you know, um, you know, it, it all worked out. And, and I'm trimming down the sermon. To, as I'm, you're I'm, I was off. at a twenty twenty one minute you know, sermon, which is which is you know cut four minutes off the off, off, off the, the norm. typical right. I actually thought I was going to take more than that off of it, but I, you know, yeah, in, in the moment, you know, in the moment, right. <laughs> but I was uh, glad but, you didn't because I didn't really at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that yeah. was it. Just knowing that we have so much to to get through to kind of get us, yeah. you know, get us to, you know, at a at a reasonable finish time. So yeah, and we were concluding a series, Dangerous Prison. Neither one of us really mentioned the series. I, I, no, I, I don't I know if you it. did in the ten thirty no, or not in the live versions yeah. either. Um, and, and there was. 
some reason for that because this was one of those. So I selected this passage of scripture to 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 close this out because it it, it follows the the Palm Sunday. It's in the Palm Sunday. It's a great narrative. text for, for Palm Sunday yeah. too. I really enjoyed the text. Yeah, I, and I and I don't know that I've ever preached this passage on Palm Sunday. I don't before. know that I have either. Uh, but it makes a lot of sense because yeah. it's and, and what always gets me about it, what gets me about it is I, I think I, I you know I've obviously read this in the flow of the gospel before, but I don't I don't know that I fully appreciated until doing it on a Palm Sunday what Jesus is actually doing here, right? Hmm. Not just that he's weeping over Jerusalem. And for those that weren't with us, we were out of Luke 19. Um, but that he's stopping the parade <laughs> because the parade goes from basically outside of Bethany all the way into Jerusalem. But yeah. it says before he gets there, he stops. But so that was that was you know that was one of those things that kind of caught me off guard. And it's not I don't how would you categorize what Jesus does here? I mean he's there, he's obviously he's he, there's a monologue happening. Yeah, there's it, there's something recorded for us. But and I struggled because it's like in ter- in terms of including this in the series, it's not quite a prayer. But does it feel like a prayer to you when you're reading? It? That's how it felt to me. But it's he's not addressing the Father. He's right. just kind of. Or is he is he talking so that the crowd sees? I mean, that's the thing that's it's nebulous, and we're guessing at this. Yeah. But but it's it's not explicit in the passage what this is because he's not. It doesn't say he said to his disciples. Doesn't say he said to the crowd. Doesn't say he. Yeah, and I, pre- I appreciate how you how you said it. It's not quite a prayer. Yeah, because I couldn't. It, it's not. It's not. It's not nothing. It's yeah. something. He said. Yeah. He says something. So there's 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 there are words here, and it's not like the you know I do these daily posts and and uh, I've I've looked up a lot of daily posts on social media for prayers every mm-hmm. every day, and I look up. I've got prayer books, and and I read through the prayer books, and they're not actually prayers. Yeah. Because you know the prayer has a prayer as as direct address to God. Even the places where they look, they quote from the scriptures. They're they're talking about prayers in scriptures, but they're not mm-hmm. actually a prayer in that is recorded in scripture. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there is, but uh, it's similar to this is that yeah. is that it, it has to do with the, the life of the faith. And clearly, there's some recording. Luke Luke got it on got it down on paper. Yeah. So, he, so those words came out came from somewhere. So they they were spoken out spoken out loud. But yeah, I think it's just a spoken. It's just an utterance of Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know the the thing that that strikes me is that you've been yeah. to this place and yeah. you know, I just got you just back got back from, from this it, place yeah. and so the, the the thought of coming down whether it's the exact path that we were mm-hmm. on or any remotely close Similar, by yeah. path to that the thought of being at that point. 300 feet over the you know the crest of the of mount of olives and looking down on the the uh, the, the plateau for the top of um uh, of Jerusalem uh in the moment cuz he'd been going back and forth in Bethany mm-hmm. um you know for 6 days in that moment when he knew what was about to happen he knew that this is the time that this was the it. great the great unveiling um you know just to have that pause there cuz you i mean you were there i was there you just can't. It's hard to stop. It's hard to stop, <laughs> especially, yeah, you especially if you're thinking like a parade kind yeah, of atmosphere. Because we're walking too. down yeah. the thing, but then, but then when you look out over the city, you just want to stop. Yeah, that's that was the thing that struck struck me. We were in the, we were just before we got to the toward the bottom is the is Gethsemane, the garden. Uh, there was this place we could pull off to the side where all the grave sites are yeah. right now, but we just we just it's almost like we needed to stop. Yeah. 
and just to just to continue to to take in this this view and so in this this sweeping panoramic view of the city of Jerusalem you know that Jesus had Stopping. something on his mind yeah and so just to be able to capture that, that that's what really stood out to me with this is that is that only Luke gives us that only Luke gives us that and i and you did this you did something similar to what i was you know trying to get at which was the what is the what is the what would be the typical emotional response of the moment you know yeah. given all that that Jesus is experiencing and he's being you know basically the and and I loved how you put in the the ending of the messianic secret you didn't say it like this but you're talking mm-hmm. about the time of secrecy about who he is is over now shout it from the rooftops he's yeah. the king did a little he, more of that in the live services yeah yeah I didn't really get into that but it but it, you know, the, we we both talked about the typical emotional response of a person. Would he lean into this? You know, would yeah. which is what I think most people would do, right? I mean, um, I loved you. I loved your like. If it was me, Zach yeah. says, if it's me, I'm like. Bring it on! I like you did your hand, did the hand. Bring it on! Bring it on! You know, yeah. of course that's the human human yeah. reaction. What? You know, who doesn't get caught up in and in, in all that? Well, well answer Jesus, Jesus doesn't. Yeah, and you and you even brought up some exa- You know, some real world kind of examples like you know, like uh, like the the Apollo astronauts coming back, ticker tape parades, and thinking about receiving the adulation from the crowd, yeah. and how you know, even in the most gracious and yeah. humble reception, there's still a sense of. Yeah, kind of pride and yeah, there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. that no, no, there's, no, absolutely. There's a great accomplishment. They were just the people wanted to express their, their gratitude and, and to withhold the ability for people to express their gratitude to the Apollo astronauts or whomever mm-hmm. uh, is actually <clears throat> almost worse. Yeah, and you're not giving them a chance to express the the delight that they they are experiencing. So 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 that but that's. You know, the Apollo astronauts would surely would have had that m- mission that they had prepared for and, and flown uh, and finished and great satisfaction in that but for Jesus his mission wasn't it wasn't that's, done. That, that was the yeah. thing is that Jesus is like oh man it's just beginning yeah he's got and there, and, the, and the thing is is the ignorance of the crowd they're thinking this is the, this is the end right this or this is the 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 climax of yeah. this new future that you know yeah. uh, whatever they're whatever they're and you even brought out the zealot, the zealot movement uh, which I which was which is which is a great uh, kind of, uh, and also ele- kind of highlighting that amongst Jesus' own followers there Dude, were zealots. That's something you know, and the zealots basically were the reason that you know thirty forty years later, yeah. sixty six A D they take over Jerusalem and yeah. Rome, Rome. Rome does not take kindly to uh, does not to, to that, and and so the the political tension that's in there I, you know i highlighted the you know we both talked about what the pharisees said to jesus um, but there yeah. there's this revolutionary kind of bent to what's happening and they do not want yeah. anything they don't want anything to do with it yeah and yet jesus is like you don't really even understand what what i came here to do yeah. you don't even understand what i came here to do um I just to me that's always profound that emotional so, so response. So one thing you did you did that I didn't do that um, that really was kind of the next step that I could could have done, which I really appreciated was that uh, the peace that that you know you that you were talking about. You and I talked about peace from two different angles. Yeah, two different angles. Yeah. Right. So yeah. You know, yours is mine was the peace that with with God. Yeah. That leads to the the peace with others and leads yeah. to peace within and, and things like that and you really your, yours was the folk can you kind of talk about how you how you came at how you came at that idea of peace because it was great it was it was right on that the that the troubled community the 
political division the, all, that was all present. Those were all real things. Yeah, and I and I in hindsight, I I think I probably would have added that element of the the and I and I talk about it in terms of the peace that that. Christ came to bring was a peace over the brokenness of sin and shame, and and you personalized that to the to an to the individual level. I wish I had kind of added that twist to it. I was looking at it from a from a very civic standpoint. You know, where where the where the crowd is looking for a civic leader, they're looking for a governmental leader, and Jesus is 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 looking at the spiritual brokenness within the city, mm. and 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 mm. with and and later on looking at the spiritual brokenness within the community and within the world, and and how you see that kind of. Um, demonstrated in Luke's gospel all the gospels following the triumphal entry what happens is Jesus immediately goes into the temple and and starts driving out the money lenders and yeah. driving out the money changers because that is an example of and I don't, and, you know people will get people get real people in our tribe get real squirrely when you start talking about systemic justice and systemic injustice but Jesus in that moment and you had that, a different word for it on Sunday. It wasn't. It wasn't systemic. Systemic marginalization. Marginalization. Systemic yeah. marginalization, and that's one of those examples where Jesus. It, it, the problem is that people that tend to talk and preach social justice, which is not was not my intention. The problem is that's all they preach all the time, yeah. right? And the problem on the other side is you preach no social justice and, and, and you don't see that Jesus has the kingdom coming to on earth as it is in heaven has real world implications, right? And so the fact that Jesus goes right in, he's just said, oh, if you had known the things that bring for peace and, and, and yet they, they didn't see it, they were blind and ignorant. And he goes in and he points out their bl- blindness and ignorance and how he's going to, he's going to in one moment embody the the wholesale uh, peace that that affects the relationship with 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 people and and he's dealing with the spiritual level of peace which you know again I think you know I, I think part of my my rationale was knowing that in the in the communion service the the salvation element is so heavily present there mm. I wanted to this is where preaching the whole service yeah. Not just a, not just a sermon is can be critical, right? And I think that's why I think you and I have, the more and more that we're in services, the you know the easier it is to do that. You know that's why it's one of the differences we've talked about the difference between being a pastor preacher versus being a guest preacher. Mm-hmm. Because you're a guest preacher, you're not preaching the whole service. You're there to deliver a message, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that is necessary. And sometimes that's helpful. We've talked about this before, how Ed Diaz or Brian Morgan or Josh Swites or any number of people can come in and say almost identical things to what we've said, and yet people receive it differently yeah. and they hear it differently, and that's important. But you and I both really look to, this is the worship service of the people of God, and we are one part of it part of it it's a central part but you know the word of god is one part of it and so there's this we're weaving the whole thing so to me i i wanted to kind of lean into to the 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 way the peace of jesus christ which is an internal reality a spiritual reality is made real immediately sometimes confrontationally so yeah that was my that was my take take away from that too and i i loved your line um 
I mean, you're talking about the Acts passages that you're you're um, being witnesses. So, you know, what does that look like when well, we're being witnesses to? And, and you you brought up, and I didn't. I, this is something I I again. I, you got to you got to cut things out. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, neither Paul Paul in his liturgy nor I in the uh, in the sermon brought up the gun violence. Yeah, you brought up the gun violence. You brought up you know people. There are people who are at the margins of society who need help. Um, and uh, and well, yet, you did a great job. I thought when you were when you were bringing the brokenness of you know you talked about the the greatness of our community here, but then also saying, but it's not, we can't be blind. You, know, you didn't say it exactly like this, but it was almost a sense of, we can't just pat ourselves on the back and... and, and we have no problems. Therefore, yeah, we have no problems. Instead of saying, well, no, a great, every great community has issues and has things that need to be, to be dealt with. And I loved how you really got very specific about it. Well, and, and your idea of not being apathetic, um, uh, not politicizing it, uh, that both of those are a lazy, yeah. a lazy person's approach to it. That yeah, was man, great. I was, I was, you ever have a line in your message and you're like, do I, do I want to say this or do I want to pull no, this I back think, a little I, bit? That no, was one of those, I'm, I'm glad I said what I said, but I, I'm thinking, oh man. No, I, well, what I heard, I don't know, I, you, know, what, you gotta, sometimes you can yeah. fill out your thoughts, you may yeah. have other things to say, but what I, what I heard was that it, it's really easy to say, um, you got bad politics or you just have lived a hard life. Now, there's two separate issues, yeah. politics and then just the, the life that you've lived, you brought it on yourself. Mm-hmm. Kind of easy to do that. It's a lot harder to say, I still think you have bad politics, but I think we need to be in conversation yeah. with each other and talk yeah. through these types of things. Or I still think you've, you've done these, this hard life. This hard lifestyle you brought on yourself, but mm-hmm. we should have some conversations about. It. Is there something that other people who love you can can do to help you? That's what I was hearing. Yeah. So it's, it's really easy just to kind of put everything in a box and put a label label on it and say, "There, I can now I can just discount that." Yeah. Well, and I, and I think you know, you and I both have talked about this at length because we 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 deal at various levels with some of the. More, and you, you mentioned specifically the Nehemiah action that you went to last Tuesday, mm-hmm. you know, which I think was a great uh, – you know, I talked about it in my message the week before. You, mm-hmm. you talked about the kind of the, the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, there are real-world ways in which people can be involved – and 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 it's a mat and and I think the frustrating part for me and I I think you share this too is that they don't do what you just said you know people so often let the politics get in the way of the conversation yeah they let it's, I mean it's hard it I, is hard I, I, it, I, is. I would, it really I would, is not, first one to admit that have having a conversation with people that you are and ideologically divided yeah with uh, that person is hard but. You know, who said it's supposed to be easy? Though, part right? of it is like, do, do, you know, what, what, this is some. This, now we're getting into this. Now we're in like ministry long kind of kind of work where it's like, what are your eyes seeing? It's, yeah. it's, it's almost a compelling thought for me all along. What are your eyes seeing when you see someone who's on the other the other side politically from you? Because some people's eyes see somebody who is to be demonized. Uh, absolutely, somebody who is who they're, is they're, they're, who they're, is they're a, to blame. They, they're they to are blame. almost antichrist. Yeah. Type type of character, and other people will see uh, somebody who they 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 are ideologically not at all in the same place with them. They they won't vote the same. They won't yeah. see th- frame the world the the same. They won't think about scripture the same. But they see a person mm-hmm. there. They see a person who is who has intrinsic value, um, and that that person is to be cared. 
cared about for, yeah. and cared for. Well, and, and when you started bringing up, and you had shared with me, and I didn't get this is one of those I kind of was where to, how to weave it in there, but you shared some really. Uh, you had been to the Dream Center, uh, which I, you know, uh, a luncheon. Yeah, that was a that was a eye opener, and, and had these very profound statistics in front of you to say, look, these are and and, and one of the things I heard, and, and folks that live in Lakeland will know this: the Crystal Lake neighborhood is a. I mean, literally across right across the, Bartow Road. I mean, and it's literally mile. it's literally across the tracks. I mean, it's that that proverbial oh, yeah, on the other yeah, side yeah, of the tracks. So it is. You're right. I perver- haven't thought about that. And, it, and I lived in that neighborhood for three years, and so I I know that that area, and I, I served in a church in that Crystal Lake neighborhood, and that's not one of the things I, with you mentioning the specific neighborhoods here. I think that was for folks that are local, and and we. I don't know if you've experienced this, but we we do sh- struggle as a community with certain pockets. Not, you know, they're very good at just patting themselves on the back sometimes and not uh, dealing with those issues, right? And not deal. But it's really like, you know, the, the Lake Hollingsworth neighborhood is is next door to the Crystal Lake neighborhood, yeah, right. And Lake Wire is, you know, on the uh, on the other side of wow. Florida Avenue, which is which is you know where you got all this this wonderful growth in the downtown area and these beautiful new apartments and condos and all that but then you talked i mean you mentioned the lake wire neighborhood yeah. as well too and these are all the these are all in our community these are all in our midst and and you know we as followers of jesus and I, it's one of the things that i when you were going through all that i just thought man this is really i hope i hope we're getting this message that yeah. these are not people Again, we're we're missionary minded, but the the what you're talking about not on the other side of the world. No, this is no. on the other side of town. Although, right? as you're saying that, it does occur to me, and I, I haven't thought about it because we live just off this road. Yeah, the road there is called Bartow Road. We live just off that road, um, and uh, and but there is a now that now that we're you're talking about it. Uh, there is a psychological barrier. Oh yeah, there are literal tracks that go because down the it's, <laughs> it's the big road, yeah, which Bartow, is Bartow Road. US 98, and yeah. on one side, on the north side of Bartow Road, is a railroad tracks, uh-huh. and on the other side of that is the Crystal Lake, and that little further towards Combi is mm-hmm. the industrial area, and a little yeah. little further west, I don't know what Philip O'Brien School is, neighborhood is considered, but that area is also more yeah. of a lower economic um, yeah. uh, area as well. So there's, it, and and all of that, <laughs> all of that is a half mile away from where we are right now at the church. Yeah, which is, and I think, you know, we're, we, we talk about these sorts of things, and I think you and I have done, I think, a better job in the last, and you know, pandemic really gets in the way of a lot of these things. But the last three or four months, especially as we've seen the, okay, maybe we can breathe <laughs> easier that the pandemic is actually behind us. Using that as an opportunity to call people to deeper levels of faith, but then and deeper exp- and wider expressions of faith yeah. in, the, in the community. I think one of the things, and I don't know if you've done this intentionally, but I think I've done it more intentionally to say, let's as more and more opportunities are open and available to people, we we are calling people to invest in those opportunities with their time and their energy and their resources. Because um, we've mentioned, and I've heard in your message, you know, you've mentioned pedal power many times and kids pack many times and and Oasis Project. You mm. mentioned it again this past week many times as a way that we are trying to address 
one aspect of the problem of homelessness in our community. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's really important for us to do. I think it's important for yeah. us to say, hey, look, the sermon has legs, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. hands and feet. And you, you're the example of that. Well, what's interesting about that is that we, uh, to me, is that, is that the past couple of weeks, you just referenced the recent things, we have um, the... the the large, the big picture is God is already on a mission in this world, yeah. And the people of the church get to participate absolutely on the mission that God is on. It's not like yeah. it's not our mission; it's, not it's our God's mission. mission. That's right. So God's already got a mission to this world. He calls the church to participate in that mission in this world. How does that happen? Categorically, mm-hmm. three ways. Mm-hmm. One of them is proclamation through all the the telling and teaching and preaching and all the things that we do in the classrooms and the pulpits and all that and, uh, and interpersonally just to bring, lead people to to Christ evangelism. All that is in the proclamation. But what we've just been talking about is a large part of that is, is are, are the ministries of compassion and mercy. Mm-hmm. So all the things that we do to alleviate the, the, the struggles that the people are going through, the individual struggles are going through, to help them have a, a better life and have food and have hope and whatnot. But the third way is the, is the way that, uh, that I think that the, the church has largely not done a great job with, and that is to try to ask the question, okay, what are the problems that are out there, and what are the sources of those problems? Can, can we address why those things are a problem in the first place and maybe make some adjustments or change some laws or create some 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 settings in, in, in our culture around us to actually make that those things that lead to the problems no longer be be a yeah. reality yeah and that is in the, that that is the whole area of, of looking out for the those who are most vulnerable among us yeah. and uh, and and doing something to at a at a at a um, larger level to break down the problems that lead to that problem their their problems in particular and that's that is in my mind I always have to say it that way because that's the that's that's the way that my mind, the biblical justice, mm-hmm. that's what biblical justice is all about. So that's the yeah. third category is actually justice. Mm-hmm. So, so it's proclamation, compassion, and justice. Yeah. And we are, we are doing that. Yeah. 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 And, and I, you're right. It's probably the area that is the least um, for a variety of reasons. Um, some are theological. Some people have theological issues with it. Some people have, have politi- methodological politi- methodological issues with it. Some have political issues and ideological issues with it. But what, what it comes down to is that the Bible calls us to address those types. I mean, even the example of Jesus, you know, turning the money tables, and depending on how you read the harmony of the Gospels, it could have happened as many as twice, you know, and and so Jesus is, is, he's not, that is not compassion work there, far from it. I mean, no. that's that's yeah. that's advocacy work this, right there. This is, this is a wrong that is being done to the people. Price gouging. Did you bring that up? I brought, that price, I brought price gouging. Yeah, yeah. Those, this your price gouging is a great way of saying it, and uh, that's a wrong that is being being done um, to in in the to the people. Then the the the, the pilgrims in, and mm. he said, and he was there to fix it. Yeah, he's going to fix the source of the thing that was going wrong. Yeah, he's going to let them know that this is not this is not how God has designed yeah. this thing to yeah. work. This thing called the temple sacrificial system. And it was a system, you know, and, and they had things in place. And what was happening was the leadership there was taking advantage of people who should not be taken advantage of, you know. Yep. Um, but it all comes down to having this compassion for – a heart for others and having this this – this weeping sort of mentality of Jesus as he heads into the city. And, and um, again, profound 
profound passages of scripture where you go from this parade route scene to Jesus crying over the city to Jesus turning the you know yeah we each had our we each had our version of saying that we should be looking at our city yeah. differently Yes, you know, I, I my mine was to let's weep for our own yeah. city. Yours was let's our let our hearts be broken for the brokenness of our city. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, where are the where are the places where we're, where there's there's hurt where the, where where compassion is needed? Just to our conversation mm-hmm. a moment ago, and maybe some some work to break down the systems or the or the structures or 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 just the. Circumstances, yeah, um, not even systems. It's just circumstances that lead to the brokenness yeah. or, the, or the difficulty. So, yeah. um, uh, it's just an important. I don't know how you can be the be a part of the church and not address and think about the circumstances that need to be fixed as well as the the compassion that needs to be shown. Yeah. Well, and and this this leads us. We we led right into the the communion service, which re, which reminds me, you know, we've got two other services happening this week. It's a big week before we get to Easter Sunday. We've yeah. got Monday Thursday, this Thursday. We've got Good Friday this Friday. I'm I'm hopeful that later this week, you and I, maybe uh, Doctor Paul, can sit yeah. down and talk about what Monday Thursday, what Good Friday are, why they're important, why they're significant, and and uh, hopefully make people a priority. And doing a prayer vigil in the middle of those yeah. two, which you mentioned last week as yeah. well, too. So um, I will say it's one of the it's, it's, it's one of the many times that I'm, I'm I'm glad we come out of a tradition that that has a a liturgical um, uh, sensitivity and awareness yeah. to it uh, because these are the kinds of nights where we're coming to some sort of um, routine and, and, and ritual is going to help us. Yeah. You know, where we can come together on a Thursday night and we can remember, I don't want to say too much about sure. what we're going to record on, but we'll come together on a Thursday night and, and remember that there was this Conversation that Jesus had. And there were these actions that he did. There's this meal that they had together. This this command that he gave to them, and it matters. Yeah. You know, it matters that that happened on that Thursday night, prior to, the, to everything that was going to happen that night, prior to his death, prior to his resurrection. That's that's you know, deathbed. Death, deathbed conversations matter, yeah, because you talk about important things. Talk about important things, and then Good Friday matters, of course, because that, that's the the. the um, you set it. You set the 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 work into process mm-hmm. and into motion when you when when the death that has been talked about actually takes place. And then you see then 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 the celebration on Easter is even sweet is even greater and even more profound oh, man. because you know the the de- the depth that went there um, for us. So encourage people come out seven o'clock on Thursday, seven o'clock on Friday. That's uh, that's uh, a- a- April April sixth and April seventh um, at seven o'clock in our sanctuary. In between time, we have a prayer vigil. Yeah, Don't I found out uh, there 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 will be a someone at least one someone and and oftentimes many someones. In the memorial garden, or in the prayer garden, or in the memorial chapel, or the or the uh, or the prayer garden, uh, for the entire twenty four hour period mm-hmm. of time. So, if you're listening to this, if you aren't one of those people who signed up, uh, don't worry about it. Just yeah. take an hour in that twenty four hour period of time and come to the chapel. Yeah, the more the barrier. Uh, somebody said to me, "Oh, well, you know, there's there's only you know I can't come to any of the spots that are open." I was like, "Well, that, that just." 
come to an anytime. spot. Anytime. There's not like we just want one. I mean, if we can have multiple people every hour, that's even better. Yeah, you the know? sign up was just to make sure we had at least yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's that's a, 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 a hopefully will become a new tradition for us to have that and make that a regular part of our practice because I think mm. there is something significant. Again, coming out of a prayer series, it's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> to call to people to pray. to pray right yeah. so if, then, you've, if you've missed any one of the messages in our series on dangerous prayers uh we encourage you to go to our website fpclakeland.org go to the worship page in the sermon archive tab to watch complete services both classic and vine are there um, or you go to youtube and search fpc lakeland and subscribe uh, become one of our followers on youtube and be notified whenever there's a new video of any kind including live services as well and uh, if you've missed any one of the past episodes of armchair preaching Make sure you head to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Subscribe so you can be notified when a new episode drops. Count, counting on my fingers as yeah, you make do sure that. you yeah, get all, all for them. Some people just say wherever you find your podcast, but then I'm like, you know, there might be a make podcast a server that I don't know about that we're not signed up for. These are the main ones. Sign up. Make sure you like it. Share it with your friends. Uh, like I said, hopefully, knock on wood. We can get together, you, me, and Paul, before Thursday and uh, record a little bit about the importance. Because I know there's always a lot of confusion about, okay, well, even, the even, even the word is Mondi. Yeah. Even the word Mondi uh, is weird. So, do you uh, mean Monday? Yeah. Did you did you yeah. misspell that? Someone, I, it's a funny side story. Someone actually came up to me one point and said, hey, there's a typo in the bulletin. This is not, this is not, <laughs> this is not this year. Uh, I think you meant Monday, Monday, Thursday. You guys have it spelled wrong. I'm like, well, that'd be different, different name. No, itself. Monday, no, Thursday. No. Can't make up our mind what day. No, no. So uh, make sure you subscribe so you'll know when that episode drops. John, thank you once again. Good we could we could have talked for a lot longer. I think on this on good this day. sermon. So uh, we also encourage everybody to, to show up on Easter Sunday. We have four services. Six thirty. You're going to be on the front lawn. Front lawn. Sunrise. Uh, uh, outdoor sunrise service. Yeah, and, and then, then uh, the regular three. Sunday morning services. The regular times, but regular not regular times, services not, yeah, for sure. There'll be right. there'll be uh, there'll be a few extra goodies in there. That's right. It's going to be fun. Thank you, John, once again for hanging out. It's good to be here, and we'll see everybody next time. Thanks.